that running was, energy going. I was just trying to get you Oh, you're saying let's go? Yeah. <laughs> so... Fuck yes. Welcome to After the Hype. I'm your host as always, Brian Dressel. With me as always is Jonathan Artis. Hi, Grover. <laughs> I don't think it sounded like Grover at all. We but were like, that's, oh! That was worse. <laughs> it is. Uh, Chewy Darso. Hi. And special guest this week, we have Mr. Brian Newton back. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Love your high energy. <laughs> Oh, man. I've been excited to have you on for this episode for a while. When we talked about doing this, this you were the first name that came up. Oh, cool. I almost didn't ask you because it was such an easy, like, oh, we should just ask Brian. It's like, well, let's let's try to push ourselves Brian a doesn't bit. like Spider-Man. I'll have opinions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before we go too crazy into anything, do you have anything you'd like to plug right up front? Uh, yeah. You can check me out on the Animation Success Stories podcast. We usually do interviews Sunday nights. Um uh, just recently, we did uh, Darren uh, McNesky. She's the creator of Star versus Forces of Evil. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. One Piece podcast. And I think I was on Teen Titans Go recently. The season's <laughs> airing. So, yeah. <laughs> that stuff. Oh, you were on it or you directed one? I was a board artist on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gotten so into that show since the movie came out. Mm-hmm. Like, I was already kind of into it, and then I watched the movie, and now I just plow through it. It's just so fun. You're probably almost caught up. Almost. Yeah. I still, I'm not in season three yet. I'm just done okay. with two, and then I'm giving myself a little break before I start three. Season three I directed on. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, yeah, and Karina has been through it like twice. It's she's, so, she's already moved on to another, another show just because she's been through it so many times. Hmm. It's aggressively entertaining. Yeah. It's like, you were entertained. That's it. You don't have a choice to not be entertained. Yeah, yeah like, there'll, there'll be jokes in there you like. Yeah, sooner or later, <laughs> you will have a good time. <laughs> uh, let's do a quick, where have you been doing? You guys excited for this one? I am. Because I just watched, over the course of about a week and a half, the entirety of Game of Thrones. Uh, I've also, like, I've read all the books. I watched them as they were airing. I've rewatched the first season a few times. Mm-hmm. And then I usually stop at the end of season one and just go, like, yeah, I'll just wait till the new season. But this I, time I'm like, I don't remember shit from the last season. I well, I, I, I can back that up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do this every year where I rewatch the whole show. Yeah. So this will be the last time I do it before the sad. end. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had totally forgotten that, like... <laughs> Either way, it was a wonderful rewatch, and I'm incredibly excited for, well, by the time this episode comes out, the first episode's already aired, but uh, I'm sure I enjoyed it, question mark. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, fine? It was an episode. Yeah, things happen. I watched it in Chicago. That's all I got. Uh, John, what about you? Uh, yeah, so I've been uh, going through the uh, Legend of Drist series uh, from R.A. Salvatore, the books, and I'm on the Crystal Shard, which is the actual first book, I think, that was written and the prequels were written later, which is it's weird when you're reading that and you know that because it's like, oh, I can tell you're kind of fitting these things in. But I've been enjoying them. And uh, by the time this thing airs, I'll have to be done with the book because there's a short time in the library to rent those out. But uh, it's, been, it's been fun. It's been fun seeing kind of how they were interpreting all this years ago and kind of going back to the roots of D&D and Forgotten Realms and all that and kind of what everyone really kind of liked about it. But I got to say one thing in these four books so far that I've read 
is that I can count the amount of women in this in this book series on like one hand, mm. and that is a bad, bad thing. Oh, and it's, so it's, typical it's, fantasy bullshit. It <laughs> is, and it's very, very apparent reading through it now, especially. Is it an older series? Uh, yeah, I'd have to I'd have to look at the date, but it's been like, around for a while. Like nineties, probably. They have like now huge compendium, like um, compendiums of like all the books. Yeah, because like, I remember uh, when Forgotten Realms came out, and it's been a while. <laughs> Yeah, it's been some time. And man, that R.A. Salvatore really likes uh, com- uh, apostrophes in his words and 20-syllable <laughs> words. There's one particular one in The Crystal Shard that I've had a hard time uh, trying to pronounce. I think it's Krishinaminabon or something like that. It is the do- it's- Cinnabon. Cinnabon? Yeah. I think that every time Sounds I read like a it. pastry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or a really overpriced pastry in an airport. Or the homeland of the main character, it's Menzo Berenzin. And it's like, good God, these words are so fun to see on the page. And then trying to say it out loud. And then like, trying to say it out loud. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, fun. Cherry, what about you? I am, again, realizing with Corin, I haven't watched anything. Because I only have like a three-hour span when I get home. And it's either Game of Thrones with you for the yep. last couple of weeks. Or nothing. You've watched um, uh, AP Bio. That season just started. Yeah. We're only three or four episodes into that. Okay. That's been fun. <laughs> uh did they solve their color correction issues? No, they're nope. they they are diving deeper. <laughs> they are like this is a high concept art uh, show with a low well not really low concept more like low brow humor. Yeah. High concept low brow, sure. Yeah, sure. I I don't really know how to describe the humor in that show. It's kind of absurdist, kind of low brow, kind of satire. A little um, bit of that, yeah. But on your thing about women, I did watch a commercial for the Discovery Channel. Uh, and that Discovery Channel commercial had all their men in it with all their shows where they're either racing cars, uh, smashing things with sledgehammers, or blowing it up. Is, is Discovery then, trying to be the new Spike TV? I don't know. I and then, it and it's all dudes. Right. And at the end of the commercial, it goes, we rule the world. Oh, God. <laughs> or the world is ours, or what, some tagline like that. Whoa, they're really <laughs> leaning in hard. It's like, like, yeah, take that. And I was the guys, like, the boys are back. And I'm just like, oh, I'm going to go into the comment section of this. And yeah, comment section, women going, what? <laughs> there's no, there's only one hint of a woman in this entire commercial, and she's in the Amazon wearing a bikini. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, I, and you, then there's a bunch of men going about, ah, oh, women so sensitive, ah, oh, feminist, blah. Uh, I used Ooh. to work at Discovery Kid way back in the day, Discovery Kid specifically, okay. a long time ago. And it's always been a stupid network, but I, can't, um, <laughs> I cannot imagine they'd be that tone deaf. You'd have to find the commercial. It's like kind of amazing. <laughs> They're probably like, hey, but we have white and black guys in the commercial. Diversity. (laughs) That's great. Uh, SpongeBob gets it. Diversity of penises. Yeah, there's a lot more people in this world. Yeah? Oh, that's a rough one. (laughs) I mean, it was kind of funny. I don't normally. (laughs) I really like I don't normally go into comment sections because they're, you know, scum and villainy in there. If that was like a Dave Chappelle skit, I would have been like, genius. (laughs) (laughs) Instead, it's just. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Brian, what about you? Uh, I, I'm almost caught up to JoJo's uh, Bizarre Adventure Part Five, Golden Wind, and what? I start watching Into the Badlands. Ooh, those yeah. trailers really always show. get my attention, and yeah. then I never watch it. It's not bad. Okay, this is what I'll say about Into the Badlands. Do you guys watch Iron Fist? No. I, I watched the first season. Uh, it's what Iron Fist should have been. Okay, just a. Hokey, Quality TV show? Yeah, hokey <laughs> martial arts slugfest. Do people I'm know waiting. how to fight? 
Oh, do people know? Oh, yeah, because they hire just no one can act because everyone's a stunt person. Oh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of more into that's that. actually refreshing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of like I want that in my musicals. I want less good acting and more good. Singing. Also, yes. also, yeah, it's like Nick why am I Frost. Yeah. Nick Frost is in it as well. Season two, uh, season yeah. two, yeah. and he's also doing fight choreography, and it is amazing. Yeah, I just got to his introduction like an episode or two ago, it's... and in addition to we'll be watching Game of Thrones <laughs> and Battlestar. I'm caught oh, up to no. the 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 split. They did put season three on Netflix, and they had like half a season three. On Netflix, and they're they're waiting for the back half to finish. Do you know if it's it. going to get a season four? It's been canceled. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> three seasons is yeah, that's respectable, especially for a show like that. Like that's a tough sell. In fact, they got three is impressive. Yeah, it it it, it definitely feels like my uh, middle school fantasy project. Okay, yeah, just yeah. like it, it's it's in the future, and like everyone's got martial arts, and this guy he's a stone cold killer, but he loves a woman, and but like it's different because it's like basically an allegory to colonial slavery. And it's just like oh, because yeah, they they all like there's people who work on plantations, and there's barons and baronesses, up, yeah. and huh. they have katanas, and it's like this yeah, is fucking and, and like far all, more intrigued in this. Yeah, and like there's the barons, but there's one this like wasn't a- adapted from an anime. It should have been. <laughs> it sounds like one. Yeah. I thought it was a comic book. I could be wrong. I thought it, was. Uh, it might be. Because it was right yeah. at the same time they, they greenlit Preacher. It was both shows and they were both uh. kicking off. And Preacher got renewed for a fourth season, but this one did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys want to talk about Spider-Verse? Sure. Yeah, hell yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like one of the most popular movies of the year and everyone's like, yeah, I guess we could talk about it. <laughs> what's to say? It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> it's amazing the end cut print. Well, yeah. What's to say? Well, you can say the entirety of the movie in 30 seconds. Oh, can I? Yeah. (laughs) All right, let me know when it starts. (laughs) Okay, so here we go. Into the Spider-Verse in 30 seconds. Here we go, 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 go! Uh, Nerdy kid from New York gets bitten by a radioactive spider, and the death of his uncle prompts him to become a superhero named Spider-Man. And he's black. That'll work. Yeah. <laughs> you, bare you, bones. Yeah, you kind of forgot about all the other spider people in it, but you know what? It works. That, yeah. that is the that is the crux of the That's story the right there. Yeah, there you go. In like 13 He's seconds. He's also bilingual. Yes. He is bilingual. Very much. Yeah. Well, he has a, a Hispanic mother, right? His uh, mother's a Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican, yeah. yes. Uh, we'll wait for John to sit down here, and then we'll get started. Oh, okay. I was waiting for last night's jokes. Mm. Mm. No, we don't have any. Okay. We're out of jokes. <laughs> For a movie like this, to be out of jokes is kind of surprising, but I guess we are. Uh, so let's just do a, a, a quick around the table. What do you guys think? I'm, I was amazed when I saw it. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was the best way for me to end out 2018. It was like the last movie I saw for that year, and it was like, I'm interested in movies again. Because <laughs> <laughs> they did something new and interesting. Yeah. I just couldn't, I couldn't shut up about the movie, even during, like, Jandies and I, our date night afterwards. We were at the dinner... We were at the restaurant, and I just wouldn't shut up about it. I'm sure she was tired of me. Did you see it opening weekend or opening night? Uh, it was close to New Year's. So Okay, so you saw it a little later. Yeah, you saw it right around the same time we did. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah it, was, it was pretty late. And then yeah. it's like, hmm. Well, Got I someone kn- to watch the kids for free. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kids. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. They're huge movie blockers. They really are. Um I'll see I was a little <laughs> apprehensive going into the movie because I was a little bit worried it was going to uh, suffer from too much hype. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I've had been disappointed by that a lot the last few years, uh, but one and my eyes took a little while to get adjusted to the sure, animation yeah. style because it was very different. So, but I ended up loving it. it just, yeah, I mean, it's the type of Spider-Man movie I wanted out of Homecoming and didn't get essentially. Yeah. 
But how we didn't really get any like high flying spider webbing in Homecoming. Yeah. There wasn't, honestly, that movie kind of lacked a lot of whimsy. And this movie gave us that in spade while still having the inspiring moments and all the things that you love about Spider-Man. I mean, I'll get to my opinion after after Brian. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was fantastic. Yep. I was I wasn't apprehensive about going to the movie. I was uh, worried. Uh, same thing. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> the, the thing I was concerned about, not that I wouldn't enjoy the movie. It was just it's it was conceptually it's a ton to juggle. Yeah. You're doing an action movie that's an animated film that's taking on established characters, Marvel characters, and doing it in a way where it's not like the the Angry Birds movie or the Emoji movie. Yeah. And it's like every opportunity this could have failed and it didn't. Are those both Sony movies? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Angry Birds may not be. Emoji movies definitely. Emoji movies. Yeah. I yeah. still can't believe that happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it happened. Shit happened. Someone, oh. there was a lot of people that had to have been high or drunk to, for that to get through For emoji? Yeah, the emoji yeah. movie. That, but that's the thing. Sony, you're talking about people being drunk at Sony. From what I hear on the inside, it is a mess. <laughs> so the fact that we got like Claudio Chance of Meatballs, which is great, and then also the, the Spider-Verse movie, yeah. it's like, the, and I, Hotel Transylvania is decent, but it's got issues. But it's, it's, it's a coin flip. If yeah. it's going to be good or not. And it, this one hit in a tremendous way. And I'm like, cool, thanks. So let's do something new, animation. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of at the, I was kind of on the same, same point as you guys. Like, cause I remember the trailer came out about a year before the movie did. And I saw the trailer. I'm like, I was so against doing an animated Spider-Man movie. I'm like, just, we know how to do it live. Like, there's no reason to go back to animation. Not that that's a bad yeah, thing. On, but it's on just, paper, it sounds like a bad idea. Yeah, just everything about it. Like, I just didn't, I didn't like the Lord Miller aspect of it. Because I'm like, I like them, but I'm not sure if they have the right humor for Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man's a very different sense of humor than them. And I was just kind of, like, cautious about it. And then I saw the trailer, and I'm like, I'm, I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% in yeah. and I'm annoyed I have to wait a year to see it that, Honestly, I don't remember if I saw the trailer I showed that, it to you like 10 times it was the that teaser where he's just fall, Miles is falling off the building yeah, they, oh. there's not even a line in the movie The only in the trailer the only line you have is uh, Miles lands and goes <sighs> and takes off the and and takes, mask, yeah, yeah and that, that's it that's all the uh, and it was it was so good like you got the animation style and just everything about it is like holy shit I need that movie and it was life. I think that trailer released right around the same time as Black Panther so the yeah. notion of like a black superhero and like even the trailer itself is coded very black yeah it's very like hip hop I think I forgot who did the song probably the same person that does the song in the movie it's the What's Up Danger song I thought anyway I don't think it was in the trailer but not yeah, in the yeah, trailer yeah. Right, right yeah sorry my my mistake. Uh, but then we got that second trailer, which features more uh, that had Gwen. Yep. Uh, and then more Peter. And then uh, I think it was the second or third trailer that also had Spider Ham. Yeah. And that's when I was like, okay, yep. this is legit because Spider Ham's in it. Oh, and then voiced by John Mulaney. Like, what a great choice. Perfect choice. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking of near the end of the movie when he goes. Uh, it fits in your pocket. No, no. Oh, oh I forgot what the exact line was, but he said, "You can hear hey, us, can he right?" Can he say that legally? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's all. Folks. Oh, right. That's, that's all, all, folks. Can you say that? <laughs> so good. I heard uh, they let uh, they probably let all the uh, voice performers do this, but I heard they let John Mulaney do a lot of improv. Oh yeah, just to, for the spider hand. Considering that Lord Miller are actually behind this movie in some way, shape, and form, doesn't surprise me a bit. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like, and that's the thing is like, because going into it, like, don't get me wrong, like, Lord and Miller are very, very talented. Like, I'm not crazy. I understand that. But there is a certain brand of their humor that I was a little skeptical of, especially with Spider Man. Because I, I was, when I was a kid, Spider Man and Batman were my superheroes. Like, that, that was it. Like, I didn't give a really a shit about anything else, except for like cartoons where I had Ninja Turtles, but I didn't read comics for Ninja Turtles. X Men, I put in that loop. X Men is still a cartoon yeah. for me. I didn't really read the comics oh. at all. Like, I loved the cartoon. But, like, I would read Spider-Man and I'd read Batman. So, like, Spider-Man's, like, in my blood. I mm-hmm. love Spider-Man. And I was very just kind of, like, I, I love his sense of humor. I Like, I've read every Spider-Verse crossover thing. Like, so like even, like, the one from before this was all about them fighting Morbius. And it's, like, I just don't think that they can hit that brand of humor. And they just, they completely wowed me. Like, it's, like, no, they not only can they, they're able to take their sense of humor and not really change it too much, mm-hmm. but just enough to fit the Spider-Man world. Well, the the other thing that this movie probably had going for it, like multiple directors for sure. Yeah. But uh, Lord and Miller were at the front of the project, but also at the end of the project yeah. because of Solo. Yeah. So Disney, which was a great choice to go to Solo because nothing bad happened there. Right. So <laughs> Di- oh, Disney often doesn't make mistakes, but when they do, <laughs> yeah. it turned out to be the benefit to Sony and Spider Man. Yeah, it, it really worked out. Um, so that was kind of like like my general opinion of it because I, I think it was great, but I also think, and I'm kind of moving around in our notes here. I, I think kind of I'm not sure if you were saying this before we start recording or after. Uh, I I'm a very strong fear. This is a one off. I'm not. Oh yeah, sure. I, I would 100% back that. I yeah. don't trust a sequel. I, I don't now. either. And like, yeah. even if they get all the same people involved, which with animation you usually don't, which yeah. is kind of too bad. Um, and in the same way, they're not going to get Lord Miller in the same exact way. Like Lego mm-hmm. Movie 2 proves that. And yeah. So mm-hmm. they, they Cloud of the Chance, Chance of Meatballs 2 proves that. Like, right. Like, they, totally. I'm, I'm optimistic because yeah. from what I understand, the next one's going to focus more on the spider women. Mm-hmm. No, that's uh, a different movie. That's not. It's completely different. Yeah, it's a t- completely different movie. Gwen. Uh, I, oh, God. What's her name? Um, Penny? Yeah, Penny mm-hmm. and uh, Silk are getting their own movie. Oh, well, I thought Silk it was going to cool. be more of them together. It was. It's like there might be. The I think Spider Woman is in it too, and I, I think um, Ray Parker might be in it. It's still going to be in this universe. Though. Still in this universe, yeah. but the next Miles movie. He Miles is apparently not going to be. Yeah, in. I wasn't it's expecting him to be. Yeah, so the, I'm talking about like the end of the Spider Verse two, where Miles is in it and this cast is back. Mm. That's the one I'm worried about. The female driven one, if that does happen, it's Sony. They back out of a lot of movies. If that does happen. I agree with you. I think that one could really work. I hope it does well, and I hope that all the mm-hmm. angry men in this world can at least... Stop hoping. Invest I don't even know where you're going in with this one movie. female <laughs> movie, please, and stop worrying about vaginas like, every your time, face. Every time yeah. it's a superhero, female-led movie, it's there's super, always some it's not even fucking bullshit. Superhero, yeah. any female-led movie. Yeah. But that's not necessarily true because... Uh, you get an ensemble thing of women. The only time that they didn't clamor about the favorite. The, there's still a lot of men in that yeah, movie, but like those movies are like, well, and they that's were, le- and we have lesbian sex. The, well, the, I think the trick is <laughs> like, you want men to be more okay with women leads, put in lesbian sex. No, of, of course. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I I, thinking, I, the only other time I remember men really being okay with it was Ocean's Eight, though they still complained a lot. But uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like then, it's movies where men these these men specifically feel like they have ownership of. It's like, well, oh. you can't play in my sandbox. That's my sandbox. And good yeah. luck with but like, they don't care about period movies. No, but Our, that's the, yeah. good luck with Spider-Man. Because mm-hmm. 
good lord, do dudes love Spider Man? Hmm. Well, and it's like, and I'm right like, there with him. He's I, just I, like me, especially white Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> Although my my favorite character in the Spider Man universe now is Silk. I love Cindy Moon. I think she is a fantastic. I don't character. know Silk that well. I got super into Silk, and it's right around the time of Spider Verse because she's one of the characters kind of leads into the first, the one with Morbius, and mm. like I I think she's just a great character. I love her design. I after she got done with the spider web suit, which was stupid. Mm. Um, but like, yeah, I, I'm very excited to see her on screen. And apparently she might even be in Far From Home, which I'm super excited about. If they bring her into that. Do I you think just... they'll throw Silver Sable in there too? Because they wanted to do a, was it? Black... They want to do a standalone, like a For solo. For Black Cat and Silver yeah, Sable, yeah. yeah so. Uh, so I doubt it. Yeah. I mean, they could, but I doubt it. Um, but kind of moving out of that into something else. There's a weird thing about this movie, and we, we touched on it last week, where for some reason, especially in America, animation is seen as the lesser. Mm-hmm. It's like they're not real films. They're animated films. They're for kids. And like last week we did a movie that is even rated PG-13. I don't think it's a kid's movie at all with your name. This one's definitely more for kids, but not... I wouldn't say this is a straight-up kid's movie with the exception of Spider-Ham. Otherwise, it's kids would enjoy it, but it wasn't made for them. Yeah. Do you think that there is any way in the world where if they went, you know what, that was super successful. Let's remake it live action, that this could work at all. Doing the interdimensional stuff would be harder. I think given the way that the humor is and how um, meta it is and how meta on the filmmaking process it is at times, no. Yeah, I, I agree with Chewie. Is the fact that the type of movie they told lends itself perfectly for animation like even like the cut and the jokes the fact that things look like panels yeah the style of editing and even the way like a lot of people don't catch this uh gwen's world looks different than she's got a smear the whole time yeah yeah like they're all kind of glowing with like how i talked to you about how different people perceive light differently about how she has streaks oh yeah Yeah, yeah. and her her world looks like that same thing with like uh the spider-man noir's world is Mm -hmm. all black and white it's like that would be a weirder and tougher sell in live action Mm -hmm. than in animation and i honestly like they look like instagram filters yeah And, and i think for me like it's one of those things where it's like I'm sure I'm not alone with this, and I, I guarantee around the table I'm not. I would never want to see it live action, no. and like that, all those like all that apprehension I had in the beginning of like, don't do an animated Spider-Man movie. It's like, well, if you're going to, this is the way to. Well, do Well, like it. you mentioned, your name, and there's this I think hideous problem with uh, adapting it for the American audience. Yeah. They often think that adaptation has to be live action. Like, no, oh, you could just dub it and pl- put it in theaters. It's mm-hmm. done. You got a movie, yeah. especially it's with good. that. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that one would have done very well. Yeah. Like, and there's very just, small release. There's just so much in animation that doesn't get a good enough rap that communicates theme and just everything that the filmmakers want to go for, the story, the characters, in every frame. And this movie has it in spades. Everything is communicating something very valuable about each of the characters. Even like even Wilson Fisk's character, when he when his head is just his head in black, it's overwhelming. Ooh, and it's like it. a live action yeah. film couldn't do that. I mean, they Barely cl- even tried at the Daredevil show, and they couldn't get Fist to be as threatening because it was live action. You can't be over exaggerated. I don't. Know, I love that about this movie in particular and animation in general. Yeah. And that's uh, the kind of moving into the animation of this because I, I feel we all agree the animation worked mm-hmm. worked very well. I know there was a lot of problems, especially when we saw it in theaters, where Chewie and I kind of had the same thing of like, "Holy shit, that's out of focus." They and did that on purpose. I, I know. Yeah. I know they did on purpose, <clears throat> and I hear that you didn't notice it at all if you saw it in three D. Because the layering really kind of hit it. It's, it's always it's, just the levels of unfocus for me. Because yeah. it was like everything that we were supposed to pay attention to was in focus. Yeah. But like, like I always describe it to, when I'm describing the movie to someone who's never seen it, I'd say like, it's like a comic book. It really is. Because yeah. you'll have the thing that's in focus, 
which is the main character, and they have the most amount of detail on their face. And the further you go away from the focus of the panel, the less detail you get until you just get kind of get a, a two-dot blob thing in the back. <laughs> and you're not supposed to pay attention to that person at all. And that's how they animated this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is one of those things where I think it worked, and I think it worked really well. And I like it more at home than I did in the theater. Because I think in the theater, like I'm always just trying to look everywhere. Like because I'm just I, I love seeing movies in theaters, so I noticed it more. Whereas at home on the smaller screen, it gets kind of crunched down, and that problem I think just completely disappears. Uh, a couple of things might be factoring to this. First, we're in the digital age where now they make movies anticipating people will be watching them on their phones. Right. Uh, the other thing that I know is a factor is the fact. Uh, I they basically were working on this movie up until the Thursday it came out. It's Sony. That, that doesn't surprise so, me at all. So yeah. I can imagine some of that was probably like not enough post checking, and yeah. maybe they would have toned down some things if they watched it like several more times. But it's just like, hey, this movie has to go out right now. Yeah, and we're done. I mean, we've already sold tickets. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just like, yeah. So because it's like it wasn't like the entire movie was that way. It was just no. a few shots were like that's on focus or that's weird. Yeah, it's like they could. Pull back on that. I don't, and I don't know what was a creative decision, what was just being pressed for time, and they didn't catch something. And honestly, I, I think the the kind of sheen and all of it really kind of like, like we're we're grasping at straws here to nitpick because like it's very like you notice it, but doesn't affect your enjoyment of the it, movie. It, no, it, yeah, it did not yeah, at not all. all. Like I noticed it for sure, yeah. but then next scene's going and I'm already fully invested in what's going it's on. It's not even the next scene. It's almost like the next shot. Like yeah. it just kind of moves. Uh, yeah, and it's like right. it, yeah, all right, we're good. And it's interesting because uh, I'm on Twitter a lot and. I see a lot, every conversation about this movie, and it still happens today, is always picking out some new thing that they notice that's so exciting and so cool. Mm -hmm. And it's just been so kind of uplifting to read on a very negative (laughs) negative, uh, place online. Just like, look at that. Did you notice that? Did you notice that? And some things I caught, some things I didn't, but there's always just looking for, like that excitement of reading a comic book again from back in the day. There's that excitement of just discovery that still seems to be happening with this movie, even though now, it's out on video now. The first thing I said after I watched the movie, and I saw like opening night at the Arclight when nobody was there. Oh, that been... It took a while for word of it mouth. It did, yeah. But uh, I said, and I didn't say this is a negative, but it's definitely true. I said that movie is loaded. Yeah. And just there's so much going on. There's so much you have to process going into that movie. It wasn't bad. That's why it was such a like a tight warp to watch it. And so background elements and like little gags and little jokes, the bagel. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> I think most people caught the bagel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like it's because they even had a little onomatopoeia yeah. that's a bagel. But even <laughs> but, someone did like an animation breakdown of the bagel scene and how everything was on like they did it like they broke it down specifically. And I didn't catch like I didn't understand about half of it, but mm-hmm. It was amazing to see such detail <laughs> that they broke it down frame by frame on like a gift too. I was like, oh, they did that. It landed on his foot was here. The bagel was hitting him and the word bagel came out. And, yeah. da, 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 and like I got into it in a very technical way that I don't usually do. There's specifically the, the lab scene. And I do want to talk about that lab scene. Let's just dive oh into goodness. it. Okay, it's so yeah. good. <laughs> greatest scene in the movie. Probably one of the greatest sequences of that year. I would say it is the Great greatest. character reveal. Mm-hmm. I would say it's the greatest <laughs> Spider-Man sequence in any movie. I know it's a bold claim, especially with the train scene in Spider-Man 2, which is amazing. Okay. Interesting they both involve Doc Ock. Yeah. Uh, okay. But that's what I freaking love that reveal. The reveal is so and he's good. just like, wait, what's your name? Oh, when 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 they revealed her, the panties dropped. I was like, oh, <laughs> yes. Then, so many kids probably develop like latex fetishes uh, right there. I, guess. And I never knew how into all of that <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. until it happened. And, and the, the uh, thing that, sorry to interrupt, the thing that you mentioned about her character, which I never picked up, was one of those things you found on Twitter, that her glasses are octagons. I, I saw, I that caught that so up. 
fucking cool. Once, once they revealed that, I noticed that immediately the second time yeah, I saw it. I'm really it. sad that I lost my Octagon sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Get some new um, <laughs> I just, and I noticed when we rewatched it the first time, when Miles is going to this new school for the first time and her video is playing in the mm-hmm. back, I'd never, you know, paid attention to it really. I was paying attention to him, not her. That's... So, and then I love that he stands in front of her name the whole time. Yeah. So you don't see Dr. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, the second time I caught the fact he obscured her name. Yeah. But like, I knew that would be a character because she's like too interesting in design. Yeah, she's yeah. But I just, important. But I just figured she'd be like, oh, she's just the scientist lady who's helping out Will, yeah. Wilson Fisk to do his I'm not sure I should have been thing. surprised, but I was surprised that she was yeah. Doc Ock. And when they did it, I was like, they did that. There was that a was Because at that time, you're not expecting them to gender bend anything. Yeah, there was a scene. And they hit her so well from all the promotional. You yeah. didn't even know Doc Ock's in it. Yeah. No, uh, I, I really didn't know many of the... Like, they really hid villains. Like, you knew Fisk, mm-hmm. and I think that was about it. Like, there might have been a shot of Scorpion. Uh, I don't think... Yeah, they had was. a yeah. Green Goblin a little bit. Yeah, they definitely yeah. had Goblin. But, but I was like, also no surprised Tombstone. there. Tombstone was not no. in any of the, the, the trailers. Even right. Prowler didn't really have that big of a presence. Yeah, and the like only you, reason I knew Prowler was in it because I knew Miles' yeah, You know, If you know Miles yeah. Morales, you know Prowler will be in it. But right. if you didn't, then that's another surprise. Yeah. I didn't really figure out... I mean, I should have guessed that Prowler was going to be in it. I didn't know if they are going to go straight for him right away because I just didn't know how much okay. Bendis was involved and everything. Speaking of villains, of course, we all saw like the in uh, Madam Web Aunt May's little lair. <laughs> I didn't even see that. Yeah, so there's like... The first uh, time. There's a whole diagram of like other villains in that world and there's a yeah. few characters like I think the chameleons up there and the enforcers are definitely up there oh wow so I'm just like oh boy <laughs> uh, but I, I found this out later um, remember uh, Gwen Stacy scene about her origin story yeah. uh, with Peter as the lizard mm-hmm. all they did for that and this is again the magics of animation they took the green model character and removed the wings and the little hood and just silhouette that's really smart yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> So it's like, yeah, you don't have to build a whole new character rig. Just use what you got. Uh, The one thing that we really haven't spoken much at all about this thing as we're kind of moving through it is we didn't really talk about the extra spider people. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those things where when the movie was first being announced and it was just Miles in the trailer, I'm like, okay, so we're getting a Miles Morales movie. Perfect. I love Miles Morales. That'll be great. Uh, And then as it kind of came out, like, oh, in the Spider-Verse, and I'm like, I mean, I'm guessing there's going to be other ones, but it looks like it's going to be a primary Miles movie with other spider people. And then as the trailer started to come out, I'm like, oh, it looks like it's more of an ensemble thing and Miles is just kind of the point person. And then when I finally saw the movie, it's a Miles movie with other spider people in it. I mean, it's true. He yeah. was... Because the whole movie is about him developing his own. The yeah. others already... They were there already. They are very established. Yeah. And uh, so that was very fascinating. In fact, that you got an origin story for a character who we all kind of knew, but in done in the same way that like Peter Parker's origin story. And what a way yeah. to make us watch an origin story and not have it feel... Like, quote-unquote, the origin yes. story. Well, that's where they're getting kind of meta about it. Yeah. Where they're always like, oh, all right, we're going to do this one more time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. When Noir uh, and it was, Spider-Ham. It happened to me. It was my uncle. It was also my uncle. It was my dad. <laughs> I just I love it when they're all going at the Sorry. same time. It's so good. Um, but just kind of about that, and I, I feel like it, it's something that in different hands, not necessarily like lesser hands, mm-hmm. this is a tough thing to keep going and especially kind of keep interesting especially that different that many spider people involved and i think it really worked i think the storytelling really works even with all these extra people but i have heard that some people thought it got a little too crowded and i was wondering what you guys thought about that the crowd never bothered me at all i I have heard that complaint i I felt like everyone was perfectly balanced like again i because i'm old i remember (laughs) when spider ham came out 
Yeah. And being a kid, being really excited by this weird fucking character. <laughs> and the fact he was in the movie, I'm like, oh my God, this is my heart. Yeah. So, but I, I didn't feel like there should be more spoiler to him. I'm like, no, he was used appropriately for the material. It's Miles' story and Gwen's story and this other Parker, the I, who I consider the original Parker. The, He's the wrong middle initial, but otherwise I yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Um, but it is kind of interesting because as the movie went on, I did kind of have this like, I want to see more of Spider-Man Noir. I kind of want to see more of Penny Parker. And it's more of like... Penny was the only one I didn't really attach myself to. Yeah, I well, felt like we got the, the least character development from her. Yeah, yeah and, she was all style. Yeah. And the style was great. And the robot was great. And everything about her was great. And I, You know I feel about with Penny? I think the people who were making the movie don't really have the same love and attachment to the source material they were referencing with her. Which is like I would totally anime agree. and I like those tropes. I no like... Because that one, that other than went the anime, most... I had no like idea of who she is. Is she if she's even she's in not the she's books. not that anime troped in uh, the comics. So no, they added okay. that to the cartoon, and they went very kind of standard anime tropes too. Right, for like, her. like like very if you're only ones. yeah, like if you're only referencing anime is like uh, Sailor Moon and maybe Totally Spies. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that was the one instance where it was like it wasn't as specific as ever, literally everything else in the movie. Yeah, because like it was kind of weird with Spider Ham, they definitely were referencing like cartoons from like the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and like with spider noir it's like okay hardcore hard-boiled stories detective stories yeah. like they go and just full Nicholas in Cage on being Nicholas Cage. but like but with penny they just kind of like dip their toe in just a little bit and don't go any further i just love the sucks. intro to noir and be like where's the wind coming from we're underground <laughs> where i go the wind follows <laughs> i do i do want to address the crowded note and i wonder if it's not a, a common or at least something that comes up in Lord and Miller things in general, because they tend to crowd the movies that they're in, like mm. the Lego movies that they did, um, the uh, Cloudy at the Chance of Meatball. Like they tend to crowd their movies. Clone High, Clone High. Yeah. I love yeah. oh, God. Clone High represent, but they, <laughs> they crowd them, and it works better for it. But it is kind of something that if you're not used to, it can be kind of off-putting, maybe. Yeah, but I, but I haven't heard anyone say they were confused or couldn't track anything. It was just like there's okay. a lot to process, and that's fine for movies, and I think that helps encourage rewatching. Yeah, and, and this one definitely like, – I can't tell you how many times I've watched it since I bought it. Like it's it's too many times, and it's just one of those things where it's like – but I'm, I'm entertained every time. Like I'm still like, no, this was – Great. Yeah, you need to be like, uh, what's his face in Gladiator, Russell Crowe. like, yeah. are you not yeah. entertained? <laughs> if you're entertained, then there's no problem. That's just the Spider-Verse DVD. Are you not entertained? I'm entertained, yeah. Uh, and like, that's kind of like where I'm coming around to on this is that jumping back a few topics, but not really. It, it, I think the major point about this is that it was something new. And I can't tell you the last time I saw something new in film. And I you could kind of say maybe the matrix maybe cuz it just did things differently but those were differently not new watching this movie may reminded me of scott pilgrim okay yeah i can Whereas, I can like that. i've never seen anything like that on film and that didn't pan out so well uh, uh i guess what am i in the box office no yeah but like uh and you also have like a very much uh, experimental not experimental you know, a, a very out there director. Yeah. And choice for that with Edgar Wright for that movie. And the same thing with Phil Lord Who and Chris can Miller's apply cartoonish action and direction into live action. Right. Fairly well based off of that movie. But like, just it wasn't quite there for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like this. And this one also didn't do fantastic at the box office. It did good. It did, okay. or it did well. It just didn't really. It didn't make the money that Sony expected it to. But then it won a bunch of statues. So what do they care? <laughs> and it had uh, crossover appeal. Because. Like, I have two women that I work with, 
And I would never describe them as geeky. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they would describe themselves as that. Everyone does nowadays. So yeah. It doesn't really matter anymore. I mean, I've had people tell me they're geeky about maps. I'm like, I don't understand. That. <laughs> uh, Geography nerds represent. Uh, yeah, but that's I can't diff- find them on this To map. me, there's a big difference between uh, being nerdy about something and being geeky about something. Uh, but they both saw this movie and they both loved it. Hmm. And to me, it's just so interesting to see. I like I use the term casuals a lot for people who don't really do geek related things, but every now and then will go to Star Wars or whatnot. Uh, and it surprised me. So I just think it's interesting to see that how this movie has that crossover appeal. If they didn't do that great in the box office at large, it definitely still did great by appealing to more than one demographic. And, and it resonated with everybody who saw it. And like that's kind of like is what Brian said earlier. Like it did it, the opening weekend was abysmal. Like it just did not. Nobody went and saw it. Like it took word of mouth. So it did for a word of mouth movie. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. But they, it wasn't like like their last one. With like uh, we keep saying Lord Miller. They didn't direct the movie. It was a uh, uh, I can't pronounce. Pete, Pete Ramsey was one of the directors. Yeah. Pete Ramsey, did, uh, uh, Rodney Rotham, and uh, Bob. I can never pronounce his last name. Prashetti, I think. I don't know that. Um, Prashuda. Nope. Prosciutto. Uh, <laughs> I want some basketti. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> knees weak. But like that's the... Since the Lego movie, which was also kind of new and different, but also kind of similar to what we kind of would have expected from it, it it's interesting that their movies need word of mouth. Because at this mm-hmm. point, like when Lord and Miller are attached to something... I'm surprised it's not just like, well, I guess we're going to well, that. Well, I've thought about that too. Like they're not Spielberg yet. No. And I don't know if they'll ever get to Spielberg. I'm, and I'm, I'm not sure if Spielberg is even Spielberg anymore. For sure. Uh, and I'm fine with that. Because I yeah. think, like, I saw Claudio Chance of Meatballs in theater because I saw Clone High. And when I knew they were going to be directing that movie, I'm like, I'm there. I was yeah. butts in the seats. It was me, one of my friends, and, like, a couple of kids in the front. And we were having a great time. Uh, that still is one of the best sight gags ever in a movie, in my opinion. It's which one? The, the fishbowl with a one person with a raincoat on. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. So I, I so think good. people who know know about them and will go out and support because they have a great track record for yeah. their films. Uh, uh, similarly to, um, I was going to say, not cloudy, Lego movie. It's like yeah. Lego movie that in anyone else's hands, that would have been just a slog and a disaster. Just yeah. like, oh, uh, it would have been an advertisement yeah, for Lego. Exactly. It's yeah. like, who wants to see that? I was like, no, actually we all want to see that. You saw, you saw it on paper and you're stuff. like Lego movie. Yeah. And then you saw them like, Okay, interesting. And then you watch it. Like it's almost like the same trajectory that you were explaining for Spider-Man, yeah. Brian. Mm-hmm. That was like it, it shouldn't on work paper, on paper. It shouldn't work. Yeah, no, this shouldn't work. And that that's kind of what they do. Like but a I, solo movie shouldn't work. But then they oh wait, never if, mind. If they got <laughs> no, if they got it, I would have been like one hundred percent bored. Because here's the thing: even if the concept you're like, for example, those people who aren't Spider-Man fans who yeah. don't know anything about Miles Morales. They have a really good sense of introducing you to something that's cool and that you can dig because I think they just it's like who's Finn from uh, Flint from uh, Lego Mo? He's oh, like sure. a geeky scientist who's like really eager and tries hard. Uh, Emmett from goddamn Lego Movie. Yeah, it's just like he, they use archetypes which we can all attach ourselves to, and they make it really easy. So even if you know nothing about existing Spider-Man material. This still works. Yeah, and it, it works even with all the different Spider people. Because like mm-hmm. I, I still know people who didn't realize that Peter Parker wasn't the only Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's not only is Peter Parker not the only Spider Man. There's multiple Peter Parkers who are also Spider Man. But that's all fairly recent continuity, like sure, within yeah. the last decade. But, yeah, it, but yeah. I, I that's it. I have a question about this movie. I don't know if that part of this movie would have been able to translate as well if there weren't like 
three Spider-Man movies prior. I don't know. Because even the joke with the, we'll do this one more time, is yeah. referencing the fact that we've already done three Spider-Man yeah. origin stories. Too many times, yeah. 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 It could be. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know. Because like, you don't need to do a Batman origin story again. We know it. Please we don't. We know Superman's <laughs> Batman origin <laughs> yeah. story. Wonder Woman needed an origin story yeah. because it took way too long for them to do her movie. Shazam needs an origin needs an story. Needs an origin story, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it makes sense. But like Spider-Man, we know it. So playing mm-hmm. that meta joke of like, let's do this one more time. It worked, and it yeah. worked very well. Because especially seeing like the different spider people and seeing how it's similar to the story that we know, but slightly right. different. It's a pig bitten by a yeah. uh, no, a spider bitten by a radioactive pig. <laughs> oh god, that's good. <laughs> it's true. I'm not lying. No, comics, yeah, yeah. Are, comics are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still just like I know I've already mentioned. I just love they got John Mulaney. Yeah, this is his first major film. I, I yeah I, could see I that. Bl- again I had no idea who he was until I tried watching his sitcom which was not a good and then, show and not then I show. went this is terrible and I don't know if I'll ever see this guy again what's funny like all and my now friends I'm a fan. all my friends sweared by him because he was like a writer on SNL right yeah yeah he was yeah. never on it but he was a writer on it. okay yeah, yeah they all sweared by him they saw his comedy special and was like this guy's really funny watch his sitcom watch that sitcom I was like this is boring <laughs> I saw I the only reason I watched his show was because he got um. I forgot her name. Wasn't Martin Short in that too? Uh, he might have been. Yeah. But the only like Indian woman they had on SNL. I, oh, I, think, I don't Or remember she was name. Pakistani. I don't remember. Mm. But she left SNL to do that show. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> you don't leave SNL. And then, I haven't really seen her since. Yeah. She left SNL. Lord <laughs> Michael so won't let her work anymore. I'm just like, I liked her. Yeah, it was just <laughs> unfortunate sitcom. Because again, he's apparently very talented. And they have and, very talented people. And, and when you hear how much he was... When you hear how much he's able to improv, it's just like, oh, holy shit. But I also think, like, Nicolas Cage was a standout in this, too. Just, oh, yeah. Like, all the Spider-Noir stuff is like when he's... It's the bit where he's lying on the couch with the Rubik's Cube is like... Just trying to ask what colors they are. Is <laughs> 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 this purple? <laughs> so good. Uh, oh, and there's like... Okay, I have one one issue with the movie. Ooh. it got. T- it's a scene that got taken out. Was the uh, it's on the DVD extra, so I'm not spoiling anything. Watch the DVD extras. Um, when they're breaking into the uh, the gala, that's right. the Spider Man Memorial Gala with Mary Jane <laughs> and Wilson Fisk and his Spider Mans. Uh, there's the whole time when I first saw that scene, I was like, okay, they show where Penny is and she's like underneath the cart, yeah. and they we see where Spider Noir and where Gwen is and where Parker is because Miles not with them yet. Right. I'm just like. Where's Spider Ham? <laughs> and of course, it's like I think my third time through, I was like, he's probably under the the little dinner oh, plate. Oh, of course, thing. yeah, yeah. But of course, he was. <laughs> they cut out a scene where they reveal him under there, and he's like, he's like dressed up like a, a like a cooked ham, <laughs> with it, completely nude except for the mask. And I'm like, why would you take that out? It was literally a scene that would have taken like thirty seconds. Oh, it either was cut for time because it was couldn't have been cut. For they material. might have thought it. Wouldn't appeal to certain parents to have a nude pig being uh, filleted, possibly. It was, He's a it was pig. pretty, ri- it was yeah. pretty risky, but it was like it. It answers the question where he is. And the other thing it did for that scene was uh, basically Tombstone catches them, and they're like, "Oh, we're just delivering the food," and they reveal Spider Pig, and, he, and Tombstone's just like, "Yeah, go right in." <laughs> but then right after, they're like. I can't believe we got away with that. And then Tombstone's like, I can't believe they're thinking they're getting away with it. So, <laughs> so it explains why when they're in this collider, there's immediately there's security guards there. Because they were already busted. We just didn't know. They didn't right, know. right. 
it makes more sense because it's like it's a 30 second scene they could have kept it in. everybody's wearing the peter parker spider mask and spider noir walks in it's like that's not a spider-man yeah it's that's it's a guy so in black and white it's with an the wind inspired by spider-man <laughs> yeah it's they like wanted it to be different he's doing his cosplayers was yeah. it spider sonya yeah the thing. <laughs> uh so that's kind of everything i had on here to talk about uh, and then the the sequel no we haven't talked about that was there anything in this that i did not bring up that you really wanted to mention the subwoofers in prowler's boots <laughs> that's one of the best animated batmans too yeah <laughs> the prowler I, I love his theme song but it really just sounds whenever it sounds, little, to me sounds like he's got a speaker system attached to it. it's a little Hans zimmer i'll give you that i, I do want to bring up because uh, I mean, there's so many things you can mention, but the scene at the graveyard that leads to the action-packed chase with an unconscious Peter Parker <laughs> and Miles Morales, the music, the score for that is so like the score in general is just so interesting. Yeah, we tapped on the soundtrack of this movie. Like, I think it is rare these days to get someone who actually does a perfect to the movie score. Yeah, like a lot of people have tried. They get their music in there, and they're like, "Look at me! I'm like Quentin Tarantino." And it just—I mean, it's fun, but it's not as a whole doesn't work. They'll have like one scene that works. This movie works the whole way through. Yeah, I—I oh. I, I first noticed that when uh, the high school sequence, especially yeah. after he gets his power, and just like uh, when he's noticing, is <laughs> like, like, why am I thinking so loud? And everyone's looking at me, and just like the hits on the score and <laughs> play dumb, the not that yeah. dumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very good. Who's but that's like the kind of what you're both saying is like the, the actual written score was beautiful and worked yeah. so well. And then again with the the, the license music mm-hmm. works just as well. Like that's I, what I kind of meant. Yeah, by that's what I meant. Like you're, Tarantino. You're, yeah, like mm. and I and I think because I don't like Post Malone. Post Malone kind of drives me nuts. Yes, he's got a good voice, but I'm not a Post Malone. As long fan. as we don't have to it, look at him, we really enjoy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but his song worked perfectly for mm-hmm. this. I could totally see Miles loving it, and he just yeah, he's and, that, and that generation. That was a yeah. complaint I had with um. The Spider-Man movie that Disney did, um, Homecoming. And, so, and that's how, still Sony. It's half and half. Half yeah. and half. But like they, the, that movie tried so hard to make the music feel like kids, but they referenced music that I liked and music that I grew up with. It, mm. it was a weird mix and it never seemed like it fit, whereas this felt like it fit to Miles. And the soundtrack fit to that world, and it was believable, where when the... Uh, homecoming movie ends with uh, Blitzkrieg Bop. It's like no, Peter Parker didn't wouldn't have listened to that, and that's cool. No, probably not. I mean, that, that's kind of like I, I don't. I, I was gonna go on a whole homecoming tirade, and like you know what? Uh, yeah. No, no, it, whatever. It's I, not worth it. Yeah, I got a Spider-Man movie that I loved after one that I didn't, and so be it. Yeah, I liked Homecoming. It was fine. I like Homecoming a lot. See, yeah. the, the the thing that kind of bo- not bothers me. Everyone's like, uh, "This is the greatest Spider-Man movie ever." I'm like. It's really good. I love it. And it's not just great for a Spider-Man movie. It's just also a great animated movie. It's just a great Great movie, movie, yeah. yeah. But uh, I think, especially with the game that came out recently, too, I think we are just so privileged. It's an abundance of awesome. Yeah, for sure. Homecoming, uh, fucking the PSP movie, and this movie is just like everything's great and everything's different. And I love the fact that like everything can be great and different. Yeah, and that's where I'm kind of at, like even with Homecoming. So it didn't really work for me, but I'm Mm -hmm. not saying it's a bad movie. It just wasn't. That wasn't the Spider-Man story that I wanted yeah. to see. Whereas this one was. And right. I, I didn't realize, even knowing how much I loved the Spider-Verse crossover event in the books, I didn't know how much I just wanted this. And it's like, oh, perfect. Um, but that's kind of everything. So should we move on to quotes? This is like the most quotable movie hmm. of last year. Quote, so quote, I, quote. I imagine everyone has a good one. I My quote's from my favorite moment in the movie. Go for it. Um, I, don't, I didn't write it down because I'm stupid. Uh, it's when... 
Miles is holding Peter by the shirt at the end, and he just looks up at Miles and goes, how do I know I won't screw it up again? And just the, mm-hmm. the, the inflection in that voice of him looking to Miles, because he's trying to, like, coach Miles the whole movie. And then this is the moment where it's just like the, the, they flipped. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, Miles is the teacher. And it, I mean, I, it makes me tear up when I watch that every time. It's, I love that moment. In <laughs> a similar buttress, another thing, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller are usually pretty good about this, but this movie did it too, like on the nail to like an Edgar Wright degree, is how uh, things happen in circles and and cycles so there's the sequence when the first peter parker voiced by chris pine which is also another (laughs) amazing get yep when he when he meets miles and does the swing up to the top of the collider he does this like really tricky stunt where he's walking on the walking on the gears and all that stuff miles does the exact same thing in the later half of the movie but the only difference is with the collider going ape shit there's like buses flying by and all these particles going off but it's the exact same animation and that's when uh gwen and uh or at least parker and gwen go like he's like i didn't teach him that it's like i know you didn't teach him that (laughs) because the other spider-man taught him yeah it's just like those cycles so that's when he became the master become uh, the student becomes the master yeah (laughs) it's a a great way to frame your movie Mm -hmm. yeah uh, my quote comes from Spider-Man Noir, because of course it does. It's mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage. How am I not going to love it? And it's in that last big action sequence where there's a collider and Nicolas Cage. I don't even remember who he was fighting. He's fighting somebody. Tombstone. Tombstone. Yeah. And he goes, you're going to fight or just, uh, are you just bumping gum, you hard-boiled turtle slapper? <laughs> <laughs> so many good quotes. Not just chewing gum. Are you bumping gum? Like, what the fuck is he saying <laughs> they probably went really hard in like what's like 1940s lingo it's all yeah. raspberries guys yeah. <laughs> it's coming up raspberries uh mine is also from a spider-man noir uh there's so many i could pick but from just in general but uh it's the continuation of that where the, the wind gag uh you know where's that wind come from we're in a basement wherever i go the wind follows and the wind smells like rain <laughs> <laughs> i i specifically love from him when he's uh I let I let the matches burn down to my fingertips just to feel something. <laughs> I was like, that's when I was like, this is not a kid's movie. That's dark. It, no, that's total, like, to me, kids, like, high school. That's right oh, there. Oh, sure, yeah. The emo kids. Yeah. Some of them will totally relate to that. Sure. I usually try to avoid bringing this up, but did you guys watch the Honest trailer? Yes, I did. That yeah. moment was so well done of Nicolas Cage playing himself. I just let the matches burn down so I could feel something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also love it because uh, on Teen Titan, the Teen Titans movie, we got to fulfill Nick, one of Nicolas Cage's that witches. Was so awesome. So, and then he's also in Spider-Ham. It's like, <laughs> Nicolas Cage had a good, little animated year. He had yeah. a really good year. Yeah. Uh, one, one anecdote um, with the Spider-Ham thing. Kind of a quote, but more of a reaction is uh, when Karina got to Spider-Ham and his arrival... We have a picture of her just as a, like a what the fuck is this <laughs> look throughout the whole sequence. And it's amazing. She was just kind of dumbfounded by his arrival and just like, it can get weirder or my hands are wet and uh, it's because I washed them. It's just like the whole thing with him was just funny. Just, just that. I don't want to freak him out. Do animals talk in your universe? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these were lines in the trailer that are still funny. In the movie. Do you have any idea how hard it is to do when we've heard these lines a thousand times? Yeah. Fucking John Mulaney. Spider-Ham. Yeah. My favorite. Uh, so the review for for this week, and I, I think this one will be a little tough. And if there are duplicates, I usually say no, but this week I'm allowing it. It's going to be any of the live-action Spider-Man anything. I had just said movies, but if you want to go for like the old 70s TV show or the crazy Japanese one, go what for it. What do you it. mean duplicate? If I have the same answer as you, that's okay. 
Oh. I usually say no to that. So, like, what's your favorite Spider-Man? Essentially, yeah. Oh. Uh, but it has to be live action. You can't use this one. Cannot review the movie with itself. Which cool. people have tried on me before. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, I hate you first. I'm going for Spider-Man 2. Because Spider-Man 2, for me, was the bar for Spider- Not just for Spider-Man stories or Spider-Man movies, but it was the bar for comic book movies. Like sure. That was like, every movie should strive to be Spider-Man 2. I've never seen, even to this day, with the exception of this one, I don't think I've ever seen a movie in love with its source material as much as Sam Raimi and Spider-Man 2. Uh, and this one finally kind of got that feeling back for me with Spider-Man, which I thought was wonderful. I'll uh, use, kind of bouncing off that, I'll use Spider-Man 1, just for the sense of, I didn't realize how it was possible to make a Spider-Man thing feel comic booky, feel exciting, feel new. That new sense, like, wait, this works. Like having that, yeah. that all those pieces fit together so wonderfully and then being like excited for what's next or being like really jazzed at the very end. Like both movies when it was like, I'm Spider-Man and like we're all Spider-Man. And I was like, oh God, this is amazing. I'm excited. Spider-Man I'm 1 probably has one of the best origin and first acts of any superhero movie, I would say. Not, I'm not just saying that because they filmed it, the cafeteria scene in my high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably right though. I mean, that, that, all of that is so good. Yeah. Where Peter Parker was bullied by the guy uh, from True Blood, uh, John Manganiello. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was almost Deathstroke, and then they scrapped all that. Oh, he's, still, he's not Deathstroke anymore? Uh, they just hadn't said if they're going to use him anymore. Oh, fast. It's too bad. I thought he'd been a really good Deathstroke. Yeah, it would have been fine. Eh, what can you do? Uh, Either one of you? I mean, I kind of go with Spider-Man 2, just yeah. like you, because, I mean, Doc Ock is amazing in that movie. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like... Alfred Molina. Yeah. Alfred oh, good. such a good choice. If, for it, that. if it wasn't for this new Doc Ock, who's definitely one of my new favorite Doc Ock's, that's, he's always been my default Doc Ock. Yeah. Alfred yeah. Molina. Just, yeah. Uh, do we, it does, can I do an animated Spider Man? I said live action. God damn it. Because uh, I was going to do spectacular. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah. Too bad uh, it didn't work because it's not live action. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I'll, I'll, Spider Man, turn off the dark. <laughs> <laughs> God. If you saw it, I'd let you say it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not, so I didn't say what it. What about the way Andrew Garfield filled out the spider suit? Because that was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it did fit him well. Yeah. Do I have a favorite live-action Spider-Man? I don't... I mean, outside the... You, you know what? You work in animation. Spider-Man 2. I was going to say, I'll, I'll allow it. You no, work no, in animation. No, fine. I'll do the, I'll do the, uh, the, the 1980s Spider-Man live-action series, where, where Peter Parker had his belt on the outside. Yeah, and, that was a good one. Yeah, and... Barely wall crawled. Oh my god! Whenever they uh, web somebody up, it's just basically a PA throwing her pile of rope at somebody. It was so good. The American? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know that existed. I knew of the Japanese thing. The Japanese one came after. No, Japanese one came before. Before. Before it. He had a belt in that. Yes, he did. It's weird. Oh, everything they cycle, weird. his spider cycle yeah. and his giant robot, but the, which uh, I hope is in the sequel. <laughs> if they were to bring in that Spider-Man, sequel. I'd be so excited. Oh, that Spider-Man did shoot people a lot, so we might not. <laughs> <be> <laughs> no, the, the fact that he even referenced it in this movie was remarkable restraint. Yeah, because <laughs> the first thing I would have been like, Spider-Man gets a giant fortress robot. <laughs> that thing showing I mean, up over New York. There is a giant fortress. Somehow Aunt True. May hides that underground in her little quaint suburban neighborhood. I, I call that an Adam dirt? Web. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now that we're at the end of this thing, instead of bringing it to a close, I saved this question for last and I didn't let people prepare for it because I'm mean. What Spider Man do you want in the inevitable sequel? I already answered mine, I guess. <laughs> you kind of did. <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry. Can I do the million spider Spider-Man? Sure. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. That one's f- stupid. <laughs> I would kind of like a Spider-Girl, Peter Parker's daughter, to be in there. 
Yeah. Is that fun? That's May re- Parker, right? I don't remember her I name. I think that's her name, May. I'm pretty Is sure it it's May. Parker? Yeah. yeah. Named after Aunt May. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She'd be nice. Just, yeah. I mean, more Spider-Women. We've had lots of Spider-Men. Lots of them. We have. Yeah. Uh, for me, still more Spider-Gwen. I really liked her in this, and I want more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've already said mine way early in the episode. It's Silk. Of course it's Silk. Yeah. I love Silk. Um, oh, and I love her and Peter Parker together. They're very funny. They just want to bang Does Aunt May ever get to be a spider person? Yeah. She does? I don't remember when, but I'm pretty sure she does. Mm. They almost made her a spider person in this one. Again, I swear, it's it's Madam Web. It's a Madam Web reference. Yeah. I don't fucking care. <laughs> She's apparently a super scientist because yeah. she makes things herself. Well, she apparently had a relationship with uh, Liz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's kind of Alfred in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So that brings today's episode to a close. And we're going to do a quick round of plugs. And then we're going to say goodbye. <laughs> For, for a long time we're taking a big break it's coming up uh, I'm just gonna sleep in more <laughs> <laughs> uh, so be sure to check out Venture Bros Venture Bros Podcast every Monday at 10am uh, we are still deep in season 4 uh, I think we're almost at the break of season 4 which is which is gonna be fun although I did really love finding out why they took that break it was basically because they just couldn't fucking handle what they were trying to do and like we need a goddamn break <laughs> that like, seems consistent with the show now yeah for sure <laughs> Uh, so, and then be sure to check out Samwise every Tuesday at 10 a.m. And articles, ATH Pod. Uh, be sure to be keep checking that out. Uh, that's everything I have. Yeah, and then uh, I've got a D&D actual play podcast coming out uh, called Demon Days. And it's a bunch of tiefling who are going on adventures and causing the end of the world. Uh, and that's going to be the 24th. I, I don't know if this one will be out. Either it's already come out or it's going to be out soon. I can't do math in my head. TBD. Yeah, I'm not, what? TBD, yeah. It'll either be out or going to be out so yeah keep watching superstar yeah keep yeah. watching superstar. keep watching superstar yeah we like it when you watch I need superstar. To watch superstar it looks fun you should it it's is season fun. three right we're on season we're just finishing up season four okay we got approved for season five it's gonna be good yeah, yeah. uh brian you want to say your plugs again sure um animation success story podcast that's ass podcast uh check us out um you can find me online on it's Dark King Zorro, all one word, for Twitter and politics. And uh, watch Rick and Morty if you're inclined. And maybe Teen Titans Go if you're also inclined. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's everything. And mm. now we're we're going to be gone for a little while. Okay. You're going to be okay. Mm. I promise. We still have Venture Brothers going. We still have Samways going. Demon Days is probably going by now, if not next week. Uh, so don't don't worry. Don't stress. Everything will be fine without After the Hype. Although if you do only want to listen to After the Hype, if you're one of those weirdos... Say something. Um, <laughs> you could do that. Uh, there will be episodes out, and it's going to be primarily my favorite movies that we have ever covered. Uh, not anything in the last couple weeks, but those are the episodes that we're going to be re-releasing throughout are the ones that we've covered that are my total favorite. So be sure to check out episode 100, which is T2, because there's no <laughs> way I can do that list without talking about the greatest movie ever made, which is Terminator 2. <laughs> uh, think that's everything? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So we will see you uh, third week of May or second week of May? Third week of May. Third week of May, we'll be back. So enjoy the break. I know we will. And bye. Bye. It can get weirder. Bye. <laughs>